Hey everybody, I'm Nick Davis. Welcome to Simply Not Easy, the podcast about simple action steps to improve the journey of your life as I work to improve the journey of my own. Hey, what's going on everybody? Welcome back to Simply Not Easy. Hope you're all having a great day out there today. So, I can, I'll get away with saying this because, well, I won't publish it until I get there. How about that? So, <clears throat> uh, this morning, bright and early on a Sunday morning, Sports Sunday, I'm driving out to from Ithaca, New York, out to, uh, New Hampshire, out to surprise some of my extended family out there, get a good chance to see them. Um, I certainly haven't been there. When was the last time I was there? Damn. It might have been. No, it was straight, right after California. Right after California, so I was there for like one day. March, and that was the last time, and before that was Thanksgiving, so it'll be sweet, got some time where I'm studying for boards, I'll be out there a couple days, but uh, nobody, well, I told my cousin, but he's keeping on the DL, nobody else knows I'm going to be out there, so I'm looking forward to surprising everybody, should be, a, should be a real good time, keep them on their toes, and it'll be good to see that family again, so that's what I'm doing now, i got a six-hour drive to finish up today and do and I probably got another, oh, about an hour and a half left of it. So made some good progress today, driving through the Vermont mountains. I mean, absolutely incredible. There's there's a reason my heart and soul loves New England. Um, seeing all the leaves change this time of year, very late September, it's absolutely beautiful, incredible out. I don't ride a motorbike, but if I did, man, I'd tear it up and down through those mountains. Uh, reminds me of some of those times taking a four-wheeler through a lot of the off-road trails up there. And can't beat it, man, can't beat it at all. But let's get on with this Sports Sunday. And today we're going to be talking about the amateur fighter. Not only amateur fighter in terms of amateur, like, actual sparring, but even way before that. Because, you know, we have a group of people that... So we have our kind of main, like, highlight fighters. The UFC, MMA, people that are truly into it. And they're going after sparring pretty damn intensely. That often come from a wide variety of different martial arts. But then after that, you've got people that, oh, you know, they might have one or two matches or something, do a couple of debuts, um, but not not too much out of it. Although we've got the people that primarily do it for more of a self-defense and that kind of thing. So I want to talk to those people. This is not a, a crazy advanced high-level sport thing, but it's about let's break down some of these barriers so that you don't feel like you got to be like a fighter for your identity to participate in boxing, participate in kickboxing, enjoy some of the mixed martial art type stuff of it so it can actually be approachable for a layperson um, and that they can enjoy it without having to have a, uh, a aggressive or a certain amount of temperament or whatever kind of lifestyle, however in shape they are. It's a great workout. You can get a lot out of it. And what's prompted this is uh, a good friend of mine this upcoming Thursday. I'm actually going to be taking her class, um, her kickboxing class. And just giving her a little bit of critique, giving her some uh, feedback on kind of how she is as a uh, relatively new teacher. She's been doing it for a little bit. Uh, but just trying to up her game and everything, you know, fitness professionals helping out other fitness professionals. So definitely excited for this. So if you're somebody brand new, you've never done any of this stuff before, where do you start, right? So what I love about kickboxing is it obviously gets both the whole upper body, the whole lower body in there moving really well and you get the cardiovascular workout but you also get some strength to it too because you've got to be able to 
kind of pack some punch into it and get the kicks and coordination too. So it's great for balance, it's great for strength, and it is fantastic for cardiovascular exercise. Now there's a lot of research and stuff like that out there for you know physical therapy related things for getting involved with Parkinson's and other neurological issues, um, post-stroke recovery for boxing and things like that that are fantastic. We're not going to get into that today though. Today is just pure, and so again, I highly, highly recommend this for almost any population. But today we're not getting into that. Today we're getting into the layperson, no major um, neurological type injuries, no overwhelm, no current broken bones or anything crazy like that for orthopedic stuff. But you know, they're looking to get into this, get a healthier lifestyle for yourself, whether you're somebody that's 11 and looking to get into it, or whether you're somebody that's 65 and you want to try, you know, getting that heart rate up again and get moving a little bit better. Awesome, awesome stuff. So, what are some of the keys to kind of starting out this for a baseline level of exercise and to get some confidence, self-defense stuff back up through here, not necessarily hitting that UFC MMA level, um, but we've talked about that a little bit and we will touch on that um, on other podcast episodes for sure. So typically what people think of is all this like uh, boxing ends a bag and that kind of stuff and kicking going into it. So I would highly encourage people just to completely freestyle. And because why I like this is it gets your body, it gets you in touch with your body, it gets you in touch with how does your body naturally want to move. Before any preconceived notations come out, before you know, you look at the instructors for how they're doing or anything, just move, get the flow, kind of shuffle your feet a little bit. Um, think about, you know, kind of one foot being a lead foot and one foot being a follow foot. So anytime you've got a staggered stance, so both feet aren't just right next to each other because that's not athletic. If you're standing up straight and both feet are wide, kind of next to each other, then you're stable side to side, but you're not stable front and back. I can push you over pretty well. If you're got yeah, one foot directly in front, one foot directly behind, guess what? You're pretty stable front to back. I can't do much there, but as soon as I get you side to side, you're done. So you want a staggered athletic stance, wide base of support, um, and one foot leading, one foot back. Typically, let's say you're right-handed. Typically, if you're right-handed, you're going to have your right hand back a little bit and your left foot forward. This is going to enable you to have that stronger hit from the right. Um, and it's going to have the left hand do a little bit more of a jab work and everything too. And that way too, your right foot will typically be behind you. So with your right foot behind you, you'll put a little bit more weight on there. Typically, in most of the mixed martial arts sports or any kind of martial arts, you want a little bit more of the weight on the back of your foot uh, or on the back foot primarily. That's not a guarantee. That's not all the time, but it's a general rule. That's what we try and follow. So, you've got that stance. That's your starting stance. Now, what do you do from there? Well, get one of those uh, get one of those big boxing um, pads to hit around and stuff. And you know, just improv, shuffle around it. Keep your hands high, protecting your face. Always, always, always protect your face. Whenever in doubt, just move your feet and protect your face. And as you're shuffling around that punching bag, you know throw a few punches, learn how your weight is shifting from side to side and front and back as you're doing that. Doing the best you can, like yeah, your weight's gonna shift, but keep yourself centered too. Every time you throw a punch forward, whether it's a uh, big jab with the left or a hook or something with the right, 
you want to make sure that you're not leaning all your body weight all the way forward because if you go all the way forward then guess what that's where you're going to get caught not that you're necessarily training for fighting but just you're training for better body awareness better body coordination and really upgrading your entire game and that's what helps for again balance getting the heart rate up these a lot of body control things where yes you'll get strong but you're not going to get crazy bulky strong um it's certainly going to help for everyday life too especially for older adults they don't have and issues with balance and things like that this is a perfect thing throw some punches so that you kind of quote unquote knock yourself off base but then it's your job to get yourself back on base to get yourself lowered again ready to go for everything that you need to in life and that's the cool thing about this is it's very much self-regulated you can experiment you can do a lot you're at the punching bag you're circling around you can start throwing some elbows if you want so you know you can if you're right-handed let's say with the right hand back you can kind of rotate in and twist with that right elbow. Just um, give them a little form into the punching bag and twist. Think about the whole body having to move at the same time though. So anytime you have a major rotation through the shoulders, you should never stay isolated and still in the hips and move from just the shoulders. I shouldn't say never. Sometimes you want to do a little bit just for a little quick jab with the left or something. But Oh uh, no! Even the, no, you want you want a little bit. It might not look like a lot, but you want a little bit of gentle movement from the hips. That way, again, the force generates from the ground all the way up, and you become more coordinated. The best baseball pitchers will, you know, you'll they've been asked in Major League Baseball history, like, how do you throw so fast? And what some of them have said is, I throw with my butt, and it's like what are you talking about dude but it totally makes sense it's up and down the kinetic chain it's getting the energy from below and building it up and at least 65 70 percent of the energy from a really good efficient throw does come from the hips and the legs and getting that swing power through and the push off from the ground so again no nobody is great at these self-defense um, sports understandings whatever you want to call it if they are poor at moving through their feet. So just practice kind of staying laying your feet, shuffling your feet side to side, perfect, perfect place to start. And then let's say that, you know, you've upgraded a little bit, you get a sparring partner. Nothing to get too intense, but the idea of protecting your face. So even if you don't have any mitts or anything, just hands up, not in a fist, but flat hand, and pull it so you don't actually hit people, but kind of try and catch people off guard give them a little quick little love tap little quick hits and have people just try and protect their face guard you can go through it in slow motion if you really want hit people in different sequences um, just to get the body moving fast to get the heart rate up and to get some cuts going in and give yourself confidence that god forbid you have to be in a situation where you have to defend yourself um, you've got a little baseline confidence with hey maybe i'm not gonna you know fight them off completely but I've at least got something about myself to hold them off to yell or get something going. Because um, again, I'm all about like, giving people more competence um, in movement. And if that can apply to real life and help you out, hey, even the better. Other things to work on. This is a huge mobility. So working on things like uh, so kickboxing and things like that, working on those high kicks and things like that, great for balance, awesome for mobility. Um, you need a very, very strong core. If you think about a lot of leg movements, a lot of arm movements, what's stuck in the middle that has to be stable. So if you're doing a lot of flailing around, moving around, 
you have to have some part of you that's moving, which are the hips and the shoulders through the arm and the leg. But then you also have to be able to have good uh, stability in the trunk, good stability in that core throughout the entire time. Because if you don't have that, then guess what? You're just a flimsy wet noodle that cannot move very well. So again, there are spectrums of this, but again, tight, strong core with a lot of dynamic upper and lower body movements. Um, getting some more strength in the legs, doing some squats, other movements like that. For some of these kicks and everything that you'll do, I'm a big fan of getting some single leg deadlifts work in as far as strength, and then bringing that up to the actual kicks, going through all these, especially single leg or partially balanced on weight emphasize and on just one leg more than the other. I'm a big fan of going through some of these in slow motion to train the balance, to train the stability too. So it's one thing to be in a start position and an end position, but can you be in almost any position along the way and have control there? Because that's where it's really gonna, you're really gonna succeed and reap all the benefits from to be controlled throughout that entire range. And then boom, you can add power and you're good. You're not throwing yourself off balance. You don't have to catch yourself, which means that you've got some margin for error and some variability so that you don't have to throw it perfect every time. You can throw it pretty darn close to, and let's say you, oh, this isn't perfect, this isn't perfect, or your opponent you're sparring with moves to the side a little bit, you can adapt that throughout the way because you're much more controlled. Again, big fan of this, very amateur level, kickboxing, boxing, mixed martial arts type styles for getting people confidence with their own body that they can kind of stand up for themselves, have that ability um, to move better, move differently, get the heart rate up and engage, because let's face it, some people love running out there. They absolutely thrive on it. Other people, they despise that treadmill. And so I want to give people as many options as possible. But the heart is a muscle too. You need to get the heart rate up. I was actually joking with one of my friends back in the day that uh, we'd uh, design a t-shirt for some people. And specifically thinking of uh, a few knuckleheads in the gyms. In the gym. But, uh, you know, a shirt that says, the heart's a muscle too, bro. So everybody out there kind of lifting crazy. And again, if you want to get big, you're doing bodybuilding stuff, I get it. But get some kind of cardio in for yourself and make that happen. Again, it's always been my approach that can I appreciate bodybuilding? Can I appreciate that stuff? Absolutely. Any of those things takes immense, immense amounts of discipline. But I was never added to be a statue. I was, it's about movement. It's about functional. I've done better or worse at that based on the time period, based on the years. Um... But it's all continuum out there, baby. All right, everybody. This has been great. Been a fantastic episode. Keep kicking butt out there. Or kicking face. Or kicking gut. Whatever you want to kick. As long as you get that stability through the kick. All right, y'all. Simply not easy.